the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When it comes to the second coming of Jesus, how does the Antichrist fit into it all? Well, Paul has some ideas in 1 Thessalonians. Ideas we'll explore next on Truth For Today. The second coming of Jesus, it is exciting, but it is also surrounded with a lot of trials and tribulations and a lot of false Jesuses. They're called antichrists. Hi there. Welcome to Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. We return to our look at 1 Thessalonians, our series called Guess Who's Coming. And today we have another look at chapter 2 of 2 Thessalonians. It's a look at the antichrist. Here's Pastor Emeritus Phil Howard now with today's broadcast of Truth For Today. You can't hang out with God for eternity without a glorified body. So he's going to give you a glorified body so you can take in glory for all eternity. I wish I was in a shouting church. I wish I was in a church that believed this stuff. I'm telling you, this is shouting stuff. This is, this is the truth. This isn't Flash Gordon or Hollywood. This is God. He just destroys him by his own breath and presence. You remember when they came for him in John 18? He was in the garden. And they came. They had the torchbearers. And they had the soldiers. And they had the Roman armor. And they said, where is Christ? We've come to arrest him. And they asked, where is he? He said, I am, speaks to you. Ego I me. And they fell on their faces. He just answered the question, I am's here. And Roman soldiers are falling on their What happened? He just used one of his Old Testament names, the I am gods in this garden. This is I am you're talking to. Boom. Down. Nobody took his life. He gave it. You can't kill God unless he wants to die. He gave it. Well, He shows up, and all this scheming of Satan begins to melt. And this one, he came in the power of Satan. Look at this. He comes with the work, the energy of Satan, displaying all kinds of miracles, signs, and wonders in every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing. The devil's got power, saints. He can do signs. He can do miracles. He can do more stuff. Someone told me some parts of the church don't do good in India because the Indian fakers can do as, duplicate as much stuff as we try to do. Did you know that the devil can turn a rod into a serpent? He did it right in front of Moses, Janies, and Jambres. Says, hey, have you, any of you learned that trick? The devil knows it. He can turn wood into a snake. That's pretty powerful. Try it. I can't even say the abracadabra. Yeah, she's got a stick right there. She wants it turned into a snake. No, you want to keep it as a stick. Snake bites somebody. 
You need that stick. The miracle that happened to you is you're going to get a brand new body. That's the miracle going to happen to you. Brand new body. We got fakers. We got people in the religion business can sell you an ounce of oil that's supposed to make you well. You can actually get actual water from Jordan with all the amoebas in them. Drank it and it's supposed to heal you. We've only lost five. <laughs> Quit listening to religious fakery. And men who said, I can, you know what, I've seen some folks, I'm running after this one, I'm running after, boy, over here, they do this, they do that. You know what, you, two things you want to watch out for. A preacher that doesn't carry a Bible, I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious. A mailman without any mail, I don't want to meet. <laughs> We're God's mailman. Where's the mail? Oh, I'm a preacher. Well, I, we just do everything by PowerPoint. Oh, baloney on PowerPoint. Here's the PowerPoint. There's the power. I don't care if we throw up an outline, but you got to have something to outline. Here's the power. So you better get a man under this book. Under this book. And then get up and start doing a lot of sideshow stuff. And we're doing this. And you've heard it through the years. I see someone out there. You've got hemorrhoids. Uh, and uh, you've got back trouble. You've you got tooth decay. Well, shoot, half the church has got it. That's no big gift of discernment. Huh? Come on. And say, whoo, they got power. They got power. Oh, and hadn't read the Bible in five years. No, 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 no. And they got Joe in the back room telling his sister Joan sits on the right. I see in the spirit. You don't see anything. And so what if you do? Satan's got artificial power that he displays. He's powerful enough to send you to hell. He's got power. There's only one power that can break the power of Satan over your soul. And that's the power of the one who shows up and just breathes. And he can set you free. He can set you free. I'm beginning to feel this. I'm telling you. He comes and he works, but gets what the goal of all of his work is to deceive those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth. The ruin of the Antichrist comes in a moment. The ruin of a human life comes in a process. And here's the process. People perish because they've been deceived. And they perish because they refuse to believe the truth. There's nobody that will ever be said, you're lost because you weren't elect. No one's ever told that. You're saved because you're elect, but you're never lost because you're not. You're always lost because of your human response to the graces, voice, and appeals of God. And you said, I'm being deceived, and I don't love the truth, and I will take the consequences of believing a lie. I will perish. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. And if you don't love the truth, guess what God does? 
God said, you don't like the truth? No, I don't. I don't like the truth. Tell me some lies, and don't you make my brown eyes cry. Whisper, baby, baby, you love me, you love me. I know you're a lying, two-bit uh, cheater, but tell me some lies. So please make me feel good. And the devil can make you feel good, but you'll burn for eternity. But he is a liar, a deceiver, a killer. He hates your soul. He wants to damn you with all the power in him because he's going there and he wants company. And he wants you. And we are a race of gullible, dark-minded people from the fall of man. Our understanding has become darkened. We've been alienated from the life of God. We'll believe a lie easier than we'll believe the truth. And God says, if you don't want the truth, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to send you a strong, deluding influence. So that... You will be condemned who have not believed the truth. Verse 11, for this reason God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie. And the lie is the Antichrist is the Christ. And so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. You gotta go to hell if you love a lie. You can go to heaven if you love the truth. There's only one who is the incarnation of truth. Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Let me tell you, young people, Christianity is not generational. Let me tell you what Christianity is. You're hearing so many damnable lies from MTV. You're saying, jump in the sacks. Life is really having all the sex you can get, get all the speed you can, and hang out and be a party girl and a party boy. It is a lie to damn your soul. And let me tell you, parents, you're in love with money. You're in love with the culture. You want to be cool, maybe. We've got, us adults, got more sophisticated sins than all these kids, but it's the same lie. Worship somebody besides the true and living God. The lie. He said in Romans 1, they said, we don't want to know God. We want to hold him down. The very same Greek word as to hold down the Antichrist. We will suppress what there is to know about God. We will kick any truth about God. Get out of here. You're not welcome in this planet. Humanism and all of our secular education, especially this Bay Area, God is kicked out of every department. He's not represented philosophy, science. He's not represented ethics because we bought the lie. The lie. It's damning the race. And by the time the church gets out of here and this Antichrist comes onto the scene, the world will already bought postmodernism that says there is no such thing as truth. It's just an emotion, an existential feeling. I want something I can feel see and taste and this man will razzle dazzle you with miracles with counterfeit things and you'll buy in and you'll wake up all too late how does any man or woman ever come to the truth he's going to begin that in verse 13 I thank God for you whom he has chosen. The only reason you have ever had your eyes open is God has gone beyond himself to extend mercy upon mercy and to take a malfunctioning mind 
and finally show us Jesus and said, this is the truth. This is the way. This is the life. I'm drawing you to myself. Come through the door. Come through the door. Come through the door. I'm begging of you. Believe me. Believe me. I love you in Jesus Christ. And some way or another, the power of God broke the bondage of the lie on our heart. And we finally said, the truth is in front of us. Jesus, I want you. You're the truth. You're telling me the truth. You're telling me I can have life. You're telling me you can forgive me. You can deliver me from the bondage of all the lies I've believed. Lies about everything in life. God, sex, money, health, body, what I do with my eyes, what I do with my life. I've come to see I can call nothing mine anymore. Everything's been a gift from you. My life, my opportunity, and you are right here saying, you got to believe a lie to go to hell. You just got to believe the truth to go to heaven. What do you want? A lie or the truth? Satan's masterpiece is a liar, deceiver, God that will last. His empire only lasts for three and a half years. And boom, Jesus shows up and it's over. But guess what? When it ends for the Antichrist, it's going to begin forever for us. For we don't have a three and a half year reign in heaven. No, he'll eliminate all earthly opponents. But can you imagine that when you begin to see his glory, think of it. How long can you look into the brightness of the sun and still be able to see? And yet in a glorified body, he will make it so. We will hang out in a city that needs no light, for the Lamb is the light of that city. He is so bright that all of the redeemed of all the ages will dwell in a new Jerusalem, and there'll be so much radiance in the place, they won't even allow PG&E on the premises. They won't allow any meters up there. Just the brightness of that Lamb on the throne will light up a city 150 miles cubicle. Just the radiance of the glory, the Shekinah of God. And I will be his bride. I will set it aside. I'm not going to be ruling over cities. He gives that to Jerusalem. I'm the queen in the new Jerusalem. The church is the consort of the bridegroom. Who in the world is the bride? The church. I sat at his right hand. He sits to the right hand of his father. The church sits right. Matter of fact, I'm seated already there. I'm just waiting for my body to land. I'll be right there. How long? How long? Get a bird to move every grain of sand from the Atlantic seaboard and transfer it to the Pacific and then tell him to get it back to the Atlantic and eternity will have only been gone for us. It's going to take billions and squillions of years that will never end worshiping the truth, the light. There's, did you know what? In heaven, God has forbidden any darkness. You'll never see another shadow once you see Jesus. 
There'll be no more shadow. The last shadow you see was when you go through the valley of death towards him. And once you see him, all shadows are forever behind. After you see Jesus, kiss away all sickness. You don't need a cane. You don't need your prescriptions. It's all past. Once you see him, the truth, he won't burn you up. He'll burn up the armies of the Antichrist. He'll burn up the armies of God, that, according to Ezekiel 37, 38, that when he comes back, and according to Zechariah 12, he will melt their eyeballs in the socket. He will come with such brilliant heat. But how is it you and I will hang out with the on-fire Shekinah? Because he'll give us a glorified body built to take in the glory of the truth, the Lamb, the King. I ask you, have you ever put faith in the truth? Are you being deceived by a bunch of lies that what you need is this and you need that? And maybe you just got a little religious itch so the church looks good and you get a little relief. Why don't you come to permanent relief and say, Lord, I am a deceivable person as the whole human race. But I come saying, open my eyes to see and believe the truth, lest I perish. I want the truth. I don't want to spend eternity paying for believing the lie. I want to come to the truth. Do you know Jesus Christ? Have you ever put faith in him? Have you ever come to say, Jesus, you're the only truth. This world's lying to me all the time. Telling me what I need to buy products they say I need that I don't need. I need a living God that loves me, that will save me, that will give me eternal life. Bow your heads, and I want to pray for you. Our precious Father, these are awesome words of yours and how my heart would tremble if I did not know you to think about what's coming upon the earth. You said that men's hearts would fail them for fear of what is coming upon the earth. And it is so understandable, Lord. My heart trembled for many years when I did not know you, but I knew something was coming. Christ or Antichrist. I pray for anyone that may be here today who so far is in the bondage of the lie and they've never received Christ. Only you could save, Lord. Only you could open their eyes. Only you can convince us of the error of our thinking, the error of our way. Would you please save someone listening to this appeal, listening to the words of God? Would you please uh, quicken faith, give them the ability now to receive Jesus Christ, for as many as receive him, to them he gives the power to become sons of God, even those who believe in Jesus Christ. Let them know that you want to save them, not for any other reason but your glory, and all you ask, believe me.
put your faith in that which is the truth. My son died for your sins. My son rose again. My son's coming again. My son will judge all that hates God and all that despise the truth. A perishing world we preach to, a deceived world that only you, Father, can open their eyes. Right where you are, while your heads are bowed, you could pray to receive Christ. It's a transaction between you and him. Do you want to know Jesus Christ? Tell him that. Privately there. He reads your mind. He, he hears everything your heart is saying to you right now. We don't want to embarrass you. That's, that's the last thing we want to do. And, and even us uh, being able to see the visible results does not matter. What matters is that you make that decision in your heart. In my heart, I believe on him. And with my mouth, I will admit it. And I will go public that I know him in time. I wonder, is there anyone that you would want prayer that God would help you make the right choice? Is there anybody that would trust me to pray for you? You raise your hand, let me know, because I would not know otherwise. Is there anyone that struggles to know if they know Christ? Yes, sir. I, I respect that, son. Yes, yes, young lady. Yes, young lady. I wish I knew your names. If you feel free, you can see me after the service and just give me a card. If you feel free, give me your name so I'll remember you. If you want, I would call and check up on you. But if not, I'll leave you alone. Is there anyone else that uh, the Lord Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart? You say, I'd like to know him. Would you pray that I would? It's been young people raising their hands. I'm moved that God is stirring your heart. Is there anyone else that you want to be prayed for? Since I don't know you personally, nor your names, I'll have to pray general terms. Father, you uh, know what's going on in the hearts of those who raised hands and those who didn't. We know that a raised hand doesn't save, but it indicates a hunger. They're searching for the right answer. And your spirit is dealing with them, we trust. I pray that you would uh, not let one of these young people who raise their hands perish, that you would save them, and that they would come to Jesus Christ, and that you would enable us as churchmen that we would be sensitive to these precious young people, that we want to help them. We want to come along, if anything we can do in your hands, to help them get the right answer so that they know that their eternal welfare is settled with Jesus. Please save them. Please continue the word. Don't let it just be a sphere moment. I'm afraid of the future. I'm afraid of these truths because I'm not ready, which is something to fear. But may their fears find relief. Grace first taught my heart to fear, and then it was grace that brought relief to my fears. So we pray, bring them the relief of being saved and in the arms of Jesus by faith alone. Do that before they go to bed today, tonight. If they were to die in their sleep, they would know I am going to heaven for I have embraced Jesus, God's truth. Save. Let the rest of the church say, thank God for the truth.
Thank God for the truth. I didn't hear you, church. Thank God for the truth. Thank God he enabled me to see it. That is the miracle. God enabled you to see the truth. No small thing. May the Spirit of God sober us, quicken us, refresh us. Thank God we're not in the day of the Lord yet. But I want to ask you, if you wouldn't put your trust in him in a good time, in an easy time, do you think you'd ever put trust in Christ under the threat of death? This is the time. You don't need to wait for that day. This is the time. And this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Our time today spent in God's Word to encourage you to bring you truth for today. If you have questions or comments about our time together, we would invite you to write to us. You can either visit our website and drop us an email, write to us via U.S. mail, or give us a call. Another way to reach out to us with your questions would be to simply record them on your voice memo app on your smartphone, and then email that audio to tftquestions at valleybible.org. Our phone number is 855-833-9864. Our website, truthfortodayradio.org. And if you're writing to us, the address is 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. If you have questions about the ministry of Truth For Today and how we are funded to air on this radio station, we would love to talk with you. We are listener-supported, quite simply, and no gift is too small, no gift is too large. Whether it's a one-time gift or a monthly gift, it all goes back into the radio ministry, ensuring that it airs on this radio station. So would you consider that as you reach out to us here at Truth For Today? And then we invite you to come back and join us next time for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard.